Hi there, this is Valerie in the USA, and you are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, my dear friends. I am Mo Sena, Marcier Sena, for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson five for Tuesday. Yes, can you believe it? July 26th. Today's title is beautiful, beautiful. Surviving through worship. But tough, very tough. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, oh, help us to worship you in good times and in bad times. Always lifting up our voices in praise and worship. Great is thy faithfulness. As we study your words, send down your spirit. May we learn from your hands of love. And may we be a blessing to others that we get in touch with this coming week. And today, in Jesus' name, amen. So the lesson starts inviting us to do what, Professor Iran? Very good. And Professor Uriah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's why you're professors. You're, you have brilliant minds. Open your Bibles. Come on. Open your Bibles to the book of Job. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I taught you the pronunciation of this name. It's not Job. You're looking for a job. You lost your job. No, no, no. It's Job. Job lost, lost his job. You see? So the pronunciation is Job. Job chapter 1, verse 6 through 2. 10. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translations that we, uh, that you prefer. Well, my friends, sometimes I feel like we are beating around the bush or going around in circles because uh, the topics keep on going to the same idea and I get this perception. And then I come to the conclusion. It's not a perception. We are really going in circles, but... <laughs> Okay, I'm in a good mood today, but uh, let us open our Bibles and let us see what the Lord has in store for us today. The lesson says the following, the Bible, the word of the Lord. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came from came with them. The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. <laughs> Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Satan replied, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike him of everything he has and you will surely curse you to your face. <laughs> the Lord said to Satan, Very well then, everything he has is in your power, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby, and the Sabians attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the fire of God fell from heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants. I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. 
While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the, the Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your, your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. At this, Job got up and tore his robes and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin, but by charging God with wrongdoing. Chapter 2 On another day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them to present himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Satan replied, Skin for skin, a man will give all he has for his own life. But now stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> and afflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die! He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Wow. Question, what caused Job's suffering? You see, because it's very interesting in the dialogue in Job chapter one, chapters 1 and 2. In the dialogue, when Satan speaks, he tells God, strike him, do it, saying to God. But God uh, says to Satan, okay, do what you want to do, but and put a limit to it. So we see that it wasn't God striking Job. He was allowing it to happen. And uh, it's a big issue. It's a big difference, isn't it? Now, the lesson says the following. There is something astonishing here. Yes, you can say that again. The angels come to see God and Satan comes with them. Yes, tell me about it. God asked Satan where he has been, and Satan replies that he has been roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Nothing more interesting to do than walking around the earth, back and forth, back and forth. Come on, what a boring life. <laughs> then God poses this question. Have you considered my servant Job? The question itself is not remarkable. Mm -hmm. What is remarkable is the one who asks it. 
It isn't Satan who points out Job as a subject for examination. It's God. Knowing exactly what is going to follow, God calls Job to Satan's attention. Down on the earth, Job has absolutely no idea how hot his crucible is about to become. Mm. And though it's very clear that it is Satan, not God, who caused Job's suffering, it also is clear that it is God who gives his explicit permission for, Job, for Satan to destroy Job's possessions, children, and his own physical health. If God is giving permission for Job to suffer, what difference does it make whether God or Satan is personally inflicting the suffering? The whole difference in the universe. How can God be righteous and holy when he act actively allows Satan to cause Job such pain? Is this situation a special case? Or is it characteristic of the way God still deals with us today? In Job 1, 20, 21, how does Job respond to the trials? Let us listen again. Job 1, 20, 21. At this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Oh, so hard, these questions, huh? I wonder how the lesson is going to answer it. Let us check it, Virginia. It is possible to respond to such suffering in two ways. We can become bitter and angry, turning our backs on a God we believe to be cruel or non-existent, or we can hang on to God more tightly. Job deals with this catastrophe by staying in God's presence and worshiping Him. In Job 1, 20 and 21, we see three aspects of worship that may help when in anguish. First, Job accepts his helplessness and recognizes that he has no claim to anything. Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. Second, Job acknowledges that God is still in total control. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Third, Job concludes by reasserting his belief in the righteousness of God. May the name of the Lord be praised. Question. Going through a trial? Follow the steps that Job used. How might they help you as well? So let us review again. Let us recap the three steps. Accept your helplessness. There is no claim to You have no claim to anything. Second. Acknowledge that God is still in total control. And thirdly, conclude by asserting, reasserting your belief in the righteousness of God. Yes, it is very tough. Yeah. And how to deal with the situations? Well, this is lesson five for Tuesday, July 26. Uh, extreme heat as the title for this week's lesson. Huh? Shall we pray? Oh, Father, there is so much weakness in our world. Um, but all the suffering is not the result of a perverted course of life. No, you showed it that sometimes the enemy is afflicting us. But we, we are nothing. We are totally helpless, helpless without you. Help us, Lord, to hold on to you, who are the source of all good things. Give us faith to hold on to you even in the darkest times of our lives and give us your grace and strength 
so that despite the fact that Satan may buffet us and attack us and strike us, he cannot prevail because Jesus never fails. It is in his name that we thank you and praise you. Amen and amen. Well, my friends, I'm Mo Sena, and please get in touch with us. Let us know what you think of this lesson. Thank you very much, Anna, for getting in touch with us and sharing with us that it's not a matter that you agree with me, but it's good to get your feedback. If you disagree with me in a very polite and Christian way, let me know why you disagree. That's fine. Uh, I don't know all the answers. No one but God. Only God has all the answers. So we are allowed to disagree, but still be courteous and love one another, isn't it? My friends, thank you for listening, for sharing and praying with us and for us.